Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for March 4th in the year of our Lord, 2021. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live, ladies and gentlemen. A quick recap of yesterday's broadcast, then we'll launch straight in to the news the network reviews to use, as always. Biden vows on vaccines for all U.S. adults by the end of May, about 200 million, they claim. The problem with that is U.S. readiness to get COVID-19 vaccine stays steady at about 65%, according to CNN and Gallup.com. Both of those folks are saying about 65%. And that means a good 70 million Americans, 60 million Americans of that range, do not even want to take the vaccine. Yeah, and you know who really doesn't want to take it? Many of the frontline workers. They refuse COVID-19 vaccines as distribution rollout struggles. According to the CDC, more than 44 million Americans have already been vaccinated for the COVID-19. That's as of February 22nd. They say that means one in 10 have already received the vaccine. But 44 million Americans is way more than one in 10, folks. So I don't know what kind of numbers they're playing with there. But all I'm telling you is the cocoa. Folks are saying no to the vaccines because it's not a vaccine. It is a gene therapy. And let me add, an experimental gene therapy. Folks, this has never been tried before, this vaccine. If you want to call it that, if you expand the definition of vaccinations, this is the first time this has ever been done, and they're experimenting literally on worldwide populations, all because it's so-called an emergency. The numbers are going down. They tell you that the vaccines are the cause of the numbers going down, but I disagree. I think it's because they've manipulated the reality and the results of the PCR tests and more. It's all a big fraud. They're deceiving you, ladies and gentlemen. And then what they'll tell you if I say that is they'll say, you don't have a scientific degree. You don't even know. Then I'll say, yeah, but what about these doctors and these scientists? And they'll say they're quacks. They're nuts. The bottom line is they control the narrative because they own the media. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live. Um, FBI... What's this guy's name? Ray, you know, whacked out Christopher Ray warns senators that, hey, domestic terrorism and threats of domestic terrorism growing. Christopher Ray says during a Senate Judiciary Committee hearing meeting. The January 6th Capitol riot was an act of domestic terrorism. It was criminal behavior, plain and simple. And we at the FBI call it terrorism, domestic terrorism. My problem with that, folks is they're being dishonest. They're telling you that Trump supporters caused it, but they don't have evidence. They don't have facts. They don't know that. You say, wait a minute, Sam, they've arrested people. They've done their due diligence. No, they haven't. You're lying to me now. Stop. In America, these people are innocent until proven guilty. We don't have any proof of guilt. They told you that Donald Trump was the chief insurrectionist, right? He doesn't have any legal pending 
issues relating to the Capitol riot. Zero. In fact, the Senate didn't even finish the impeachment. They said no. You could say, well, Sam, that was all partisan politics. Fine. But partisan politics doesn't relate to criminal activity. If there's criminal activity by the president, former president, whatever you want to say, prosecute him. If there's not, then you got to stop this lie narrative. How many people went to the peaceful rally? How many people went to the Capitol and did not breach the Capitol building? How many peaceful people went into the Capitol building? And how many rioters were there really? And what are their origins? Where does their money come from? None of that's been explained to the American people. But we do know this. The FBI Director Christopher Wray refused to disclose the death of the police officer Brian Signet. Yeah? Citing an ongoing investigation, fine. That didn't stop the New York Times from telling you how he died in the beginning, did it? The New York Times now forced to recant their report on the Capitol officer's death. Yeah, they cited it, believe it or not, in the Trump impeachment trial. The Republicans, I'm sorry, the Democrats in the House cited the reason for Brian Sicknick's death as they, um, in my opinion, dishonestly, immorally, wrongfully impeached Trump in the House. Listen carefully. New York Times forced to recant on Capitol officers' death cited in Trump impeachment trial. Now the police sources... And the investigators, they can't agree how he died. They don't know if it was a fire extinguisher or not. But that was the narrative at the trial, even though it turned out to be not the truth. That was the narrative in the mainstream press when they wanted to tell you that all Trump supporters were evil and racist and, and, and terrorists and everything. Okay, that was the narrative. So now that that core piece of the narrative has changed, what else has changed? And the answer is all kinds of things have changed. We'll talk about it as the broadcast unfolds today. For example, Dick Durbin using this for political manipulation. We're talking about Illinois Senator Democrat Dick Durbin. Treating Antifa and white supremacists equally as insulting to the Capitol Police. How does he know it's insulting to the Capitol Police? He's not one of them. Yeah, and, and I'm against white supremacists and I'm against Antifa. I'm against the Proud Boys and I'm against Black Lives Matter. I'm against all these organizations. They're both polarized. They're all extreme. I'm against them all, but I'm not here to compare one against the other. But that's what they want to do is they manipulate you into believing that white supremacist, domestic racists are the cause of everything led by the Donald. Yeah, they're literally saying Donald Trump and his, they don't say supporters anymore. They say Donald Trump and his loyalists. Again, they're using every scare word, every wordsmithed unique word to escalate this and to create the divide and to create the violent narrative, and to create the domestic threat narrative, we've got to jettison this lie, ladies and gentlemen. For example, a new Harvard-Harris poll found that Americans are more concerned about the violence that took place in the summer, even more so than they are the violence that took place at the Capitol building. Yeah, 55% to 45%, matter of fact. Is the mainstream press going to tell you that? No. The mainstream press is going to tell you that the CPAC stage looked like a Nazi agenda. They say that it's in the shape of an Athala rune or whatever the heck that is. And that, hey, it's all Nazi stuff. See, they're just ratcheting up the divide at every turn. Biden, for example, erases Dr. Seuss from Read Across America Day. 
amid pressure from the left. Hey, the manufacturer is saying it can no longer be published because it's racist. So Dr. Seuss getting shut down, according to the Associated Press. All right, everybody's a racist, don't you know? Unless you're a Joe Biden supporter, then, you know, you're peaceful as could be, I guess, right? Lies, dishonest, immoral. Stop the divide narrative. Why don't we learn to be civil, kind, respectful to one another? Just say, you know what? I disagree with you on this point, but why ratchet it up to the point of terrorism and violence? They even say there's a big old capital riot going on today. I'll tell you about that coming up as well. Volvo sets 2030 as the year that all new cars, they say, will be electric. Pretty aggressive. I don't believe the electric cars save on the environment at all. I think that's a big lie, too. Yeah, you want to get somebody to debate me on that? Let me know who, and we'll do it. Petaluma, California, for example, whacked out as all get out down in Cali. They banned the construction of new gas stations. No more new gas stations. Why don't they just get rid of their old ones, too? If they're so anti-gas, anti-quote fossil fuels, even the fossil fuel reality is a lie. Didn't come from animal bones. Come on. There's books written about this. Jerome Kersey wrote a book saying that oil was made inside the mantle of the earth. It's not fossil fuel at all. We can debate that till the cows come home, too, I guess, right? Whether we went to the moon, whether there's fossil fuels, whether uh, Barack Obama has a birth certificate. Well, you know, we can go right on down the line, right? And just debate everything under the sun. Debate if we even exist, if we want to, right? See, the, the, the divide culture, the cancel culture, the communist agenda just wants to destroy everything we hold dear. God, family, country, life, liberty, property, everything. They're out of control, but South Dakota Governor Christy Nome doing a good job. She could end up being a front runner for the 2024 presidential reality check. A lot of people are liking Christy because she didn't shut down during the Coco. Strange. You would think everybody would be dead in South Dakota if you believe the mainstream press narrative. Everybody in South Dakota would be dead. Nobody wearing masks. Nobody closing all their businesses. Nobody did anything like that, but they're not dead. Actually, they're doing quite well, as are other nations that didn't shut down. Yeah, put that in your private smoking, huh, people? Democrats consider scheduling vote on controversial gun control bills within the next two weeks, buddy. Get ready. They're going to come for your guns. Sadly, the American revolutionaries, uh, they were very patient until King George came for the guns. Then they said, uh-uh, that's the line we're not going to let you cross. I'm not suggesting we got to go that far because I think we have a lot more peaceful solutions and opportunities to resolve the problems at our fingertips. Try doubling down on the supreme law of the land with its checks and balances, vertical and horizontal, for starters. Okay, so we don't need to go to violence. I'm not suggesting we do, but I'm telling you that that is significant. Do not let the Democrats take your right to keep and bear arms, ladies and gentlemen. We cannot cross that line. Don't do it, please. All right, I thought I'd bring all that to your attention. That's a recap of the broadcast that took place yesterday. It's still available online at LovingLiberty.net, LibertyRoundTable.com. Spread the word. Tell your neighbor. Live on on-demand radio at your fingertips. Next hour, we've got a great guest, fellow talk show host who will be on the radio with us. And then she'll also be coming to Liberty Hall. Yeah, man, LovingLiberty.net. Check that out. Learn more about it. We'll talk about it next hour as well. But in seconds, Brian Rust, Honest Money Update on Liberty Roundtable Live. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, 
breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today. And gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Well, my mom smokes and my dad smokes, and I saw them smoking, so I tried it. They're telling me not to smoke, but they smoke themselves. When it comes to smoking, are you sending mixed signals? But when you teach someone a certain way to do things, and you go back on that certain way, it sends mixed signals to the person that they're trying to teach. The parents need to be the example. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Ladies and gentlemen, may I ask you, what is the KQ? You know, the kosher question. Most Americans will spend their entire lifetime purchasing food from the supermarkets while having no idea that almost every packaged food product on the grocery shelves is certified kosher. Indeed, the kosher question encompasses not only food and religion, but also affects our economics, politics, and our identity. In an effort to promote awareness to the kosher question, developers have published an app for your smartphone that features a database of food products that have not been kosher certified. The Koshertified app has prominent advertisement on TPC's homepage, or you can check out its website at thekosherquestion.com. With the cesspool of politics getting even deeper these days, why not leave the swamp and start eating in favor of your own interests? Check out thekosherquestion.com today and download the app. All right, ladies and gentlemen, your honest money report starts now. Brian Russ, Russ Quentin Gift. Dot com. Welcome back to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir. Thank you much, Sam. Glad to be with you. Oh, man, there's so much going on. It's crazy. We'll get to the stories in a second. Why don't we start with a gold and silver update? What's spot looking like now? Uh, your paper price on gold is 1714.5. That's down a little bit, right? Down a little bit, correct. What does that mean, Brian? Well, I think, you, you know, you get a, uh, the still manipulation on paper still happening it's it's still working and um, for them and uh in that sense i mean it's kind of a i like to call it a weed out i mean a lot of people you know buying in want to get in and so on but the you know they bring the prices down and price down saying hey i thought this was going up i thought this was going so they kind of weed out people wherein you know if you look at it on a base of protecting you know assets then you you have it regardless of the ups and downs uh you you ride the storm Wow, there's all kinds of interesting stories in the news that I want to talk to you about. But before we do that, so gold's at uh, $1,714.50. What's silver at? Uh, 26.1. All right, 26.10, ladies and gentlemen. $26.10. But how much does it cost to get one of those Silver Eagle silver dollars, sir? Uh, You're looking at around the $38 range. Wow. So the price went down a little bit, but yet the spread continues to kind of grow, doesn't it? It does. Physical's wow. going. Yep. All right. There you have that, ladies and gentlemen. Brian Russ with us, RussQuantagift.com. you got to answer the uh, rhodium question for Kurt. 28000 Ooh, man, Kurt's just getting rich. <laughs> man, i got to dig that. <laughs> a, little, a little bit of rhodium and a tub of honey. I'll eating, tell you. Eating honey and hoarding rhodium. 
<laughs> That's a cool plan, man. If you want to do well, ladies and gentlemen. Brian Rush with his what should people know now in the coin industry? Is there any strange trends going on or unique things people ought to kind of be cognizant of? Well, we're, we're seeing the surge of, uh, you know, uh, silver market kind of on the verge of being overwhelmed. You, you've got this investment demand. You've got, uh, I, I even read the fact of a, um, the silver squeeze, a GoFundMe campaign to promote uh, uh, the silver squeeze on social media. I mean, there's more investors, I think, looking uh, or, you know, kind of waking up to kind of what's happening. And, uh, I mean, yeah, you just look at history. I mean, kind of what's on the verge there. I mean, with major inflation, I mean, they just keep printing money and, uh, you know, and, and trying to, to, you know, control these markets. I mean, the rich get, get richer as a, a, a result of printing more money and, and, and more paper. And, uh, yeah, I think you, we prepare ourselves. I mean, it's just, you know, the future looks that way. All right, there's so much to talk about. Here's a couple of headlines that I find fascinating. I want to pick your brain on these, Brian. First one says this. Economy got off to modest start in 2021, Fed says. All right, so you get that. Economy got off to modest start in 2021, Fed says. Next headline says this. February job growth of 117K falls short of forecast ADP. Then it says Disney to shut 60 North American stores, 20% of global total. Uh, I'm not really finding that sounding very encouraging. On one hand, we're off to a modest start. Then we got jobs not near what they seem to be. Disney shutting, you know, a bunch of stores. And you kind of go, what? This isn't, uh, you know... Then they say the case against inflation. And they want you to believe that inflation is not really a problem. Raise the minimum wage to $12 an hour, some are saying, instead of 15 <clears throat> Democrats want it to be 15 but some are saying it really should be 12 I personally think the government ought to get out of the minimum wage business entirely, Brian. Amen. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. I mean, when, it, when, it, when they say, you know, modest start to the first year, I mean, how can we... How can they even gauge that? I mean, you, you got 10 million less folks employed um, today than last year. And, and yet, you know, and, and the writing's on the wall, right? I mean, these companies are shutting down. People are losing work. But, but yet, hey, they'll print more money. They'll give you some stimulus. It'll help you. It'll take care of the, the – yeah, well, it, it's, a, it's an absolute joke. So, so the writing, I mean, it doesn't – you know, when they say modest start, it's going to be a terrible start. I don't know what they're thinking. Uh, if they're going to gauge, you know, kind of what's happening right now, let's let's get rid of math. Let's get back to the way of life and put people back to work and, and stop hindering all our Can't, to Brian. Can't be do it, successful. <laughs> hey, have you heard Joe Biden's latest comments? <laughs> let's see. No, Did listen, he come out of hiding? <laughs> yeah, but he's making comments from the basement kind of a thing. In fact, he tried to do a press conference, and they said, can we ask you questions? And he said, yes. And then the White House cut him off. Did you hear that? No, Joe, we can't let you go unscripted, bro. It'll get out of control fast. That's right. What am I doing here kind of thing? Yeah, so check this out, though. So Texas um, basically opened up their economy and said, hey, we're not going to shut down anymore. Did you see that? Yeah. All right, well, now Joe Biden says the following. Joe Biden, Texas and Mississippi lifting mask mandates is Neanderthal thinking. 
Yeah. Hey, Brian, you thinking like a Neanderthal, buddy? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I mean, uh, you look at those scare words that these people use, Brian. And I don't mean to be offensive, but they've gone so over the top that you're right. All you can really do is laugh at them. I mean, we're debating whether we should open masks or not. They've literally had mask mandates on people for almost a year now, depending on where you're talking about and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And so they say, we're not going to really mandate masks anymore. We still think they're a good idea, but we're not going to mandate them. Um, you know what? We really want you to be careful of, you know, you know, wearing masks inside when you should, they claim. And, and I don't even agree with any of those things. I'm just saying they're, they're being responsible. Hey, social distance, take appropriate protocols, but we're going to let you open up your businesses now. And we're going to get rid of the mask mandate. And literally the president of the United States goes, that's some Neanderthal thinking right there. I'm going, is that kind of racist? Is he calling us a bunch of monkeys? Yeah, I think he is. You I mean, can't what, do it by yourself. <laughs> you know, you got to trust old Joe, who can't really talk to the public, can't have a press conference, can't deal with anybody, but yet he's going to tell us <clears throat> the huge state of Texas. I mean, how many people are in Texas and Mississippi together? A lot. Okay, and it's all <laughs> Neanderthal thinking by the leaders down there now. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's going to make them feel better, isn't it? I'm just thinking, what are you talking about? And is it Neanderthal thinking that people can survive without their businesses opening? No, yeah, I mean, it's terrible. I mean, I don't even get what we're talking about anymore. I, like, can't yep. have an intelligent conversation about this because it's like, you're just going to accuse me of being a Neanderthal because I'm saying we got to finally come back to some modicum of normalcy? And you're right. like, Neanderthal right over there. Look at that Neanderthal. I mean, if you want a meme, Brian, you, I don't know if you've got a graphic artist, but you've got to create a Neanderthal meme, buddy. <laughs> you could have a Neanderthal buying a Silver Eagle silver dollar and going, hey, is this thing here a dollar? How can it take 38 of them to buy one of these? And you just do some Neanderthal thinking. I bring this up, and they're like, you're a terrorist. You're a domestic threat. And I'm just going, wait a minute. Hold on. All I want to do is let people like live life, be left alone, run their businesses, love their families, love their neighbors, go to church, be good people. And they're like, you're trying to kill everybody, ain't you? I'm like, what? That's right. Wait a minute. I didn't say anything about, yes, you did. You're speaking in code, buddy. You're sending dog whistles to your people. And that's what you're doing. I'm going, are you kidding yeah, me right now? That's exactly right. What do we do, Brian? I mean, it's gotten well, to a feverish pitch, my friend. Well, it's. It's gotten out of control. I, I, I think I think hope I hope the fact that more and more people are, are are just waking up to the fact of and looking at this and just common sense. I'm hoping. I mean that's that's the issue. Uh, you know, if we have common sense, we can look at this and say, what is? I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous what they're they're trying to accomplish. You know, you, you, one one factor is is we just have to jump back to is, is was it Levita? What was the gal that had the restaurant? That yeah, Levita McFarquhar. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, there's one factor right there. She's 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 telling her story. I mean, and there's there's hundreds of I think those kind of stories, and yet we we should turn all those off because realistically we need to listen to Joe and his people. Hey man, that's is Joe calling Larvita McFarquhar a <clears throat> Neanderthal? Yeah, I think so. Dude, he's white. She's black. He can't be doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's a different agenda for them, I think. Former presidents would be fired over that, my friend. They'd be impeached yeah. like six times. There you go. You know? Once wouldn't be near enough.
Yeah. Right. Now, they say, and this is it, the Neanderthal thinking to big time. So you know how all the Trump supporters, <clears throat> now you know they're not even calling them Trump supporters. They're calling them Trump loyalists. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah, I've heard you mention that, yeah. Them Trump loyalists, man, they're getting crazy today because that QAnon. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to tell you about it coming up right after the break, Brian. I want to get your take, and I want to know if there will be an economic impact to this. Brian Russ with me, ladies and gentlemen. RussQuentinGift.com. You want honest money? Gold and silver, baby. You want to know what the best thing you should do is? Buy from Brian and take possession. That's what I'd suggest. Hang tight. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. Emmy Award winning New York Democrat Governor Andrew Cuomo addressed sexual harassment accusations Wednesday, saying he never touched anyone inappropriately. Between these serious allegations and the nursing home death cover up by Cuomo, there's a bipartisan call for Cuomo to resign. He says he will not leave office. The U.S. House of Representatives passed a bill on Wednesday banning controversial police tactics and easing away for lawsuits against officers violating suspects' constitutional rights. By a vote of 220 to 212, it happened days before former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin goes on trial on a state murder charge in the death of Floyd last year. Chauvin's defense released a video showing packets of drugs in Mr. Floyd's mouth and have maintained an overdose as the cause of death. Seven college students died and four were injured during a tragic incident in La Paz, Bolivia, when a railing collapsed, sending them falling from a fourth-floor balcony. Tuesday's incident took place at the Public University of El Alto, USA Radio News. Can you really believe the news? So much spin. Americans just don't trust big media. And if you're really tired of the old news, check out Newsmax TV, the fastest-growing network in America. It's on all major cable systems. Each night, watch Newsmax TV and see big shows with Sean Spicer, Greg Kelly, Lindsey Keith, Stinchfield, and Rob Schmidt. They're exposing Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi's surprising agenda. So tune into Newsmax anytime. If your cable doesn't carry it, call them and tell them you can go to another service that does. Or you can download the Newsmax app on your smartphone. It's free, and you can watch it anywhere in the world. Newsmax is also free on TVs like Samsung, LG, and Vizio. And millions of people watch Newsmax on Roku, YouTube, Pluto, Zumo, Apple TV, and more. There's a reason 30 million Americans watch Newsmax TV all the time. Check it out today. Newsmax is real news for real people. The United States is encountering over 5,000 immigrants a day trying to illegally gain entry through the southwest border. Tim Berg from the Phoenix USA Radio News Bureau reports. More than 100 illegal immigrants released into Texas by the U.S. Customs and Border Protection have tested positive for COVID-19. Felipe Romero, a spokesman for Brownsville, Texas, says the city doesn't have the authority to halt migrants who test positive for the virus from traveling anywhere in the United States, although officials advise them to quarantine and follow federal health guidelines. Regarding the rise of illegal immigrants coming into the United States, former Acting Customs and Border Protection Mark Morgan says, We're also looking to project it at this rate at 1.4 million total individuals trying to illegally enter this country. Right now, we're looking at almost 5,000 a day that we are encountering on on the southwest border uh, illegally entering. Thank you for listening. We are USA Radio News.
Welcome to the broadcast, all you Neanderthal-thinking folks. You're listening to Liberty Roundtable Live with Brian Russ and Sam Bushman. RussQuinnandGift.com. Doing a great job over the past 50 years. Brian Russ and family have been helping people understand the precious metal market, how to make sure they get a fair deal, encouraging people to take possession of their assets. It's one of the important things to do, ladies and gentlemen. Silver's at $26.10, but to buy a Silver Eagle, Silver Dollar minted by the federal government in 2021, it costs like 38 bucks to get one of those dudes. I don't understand all that, and just because I'm not a Neanderthal, I guess I don't get it. Wait a minute, maybe it is because I'm a Neanderthal that I don't get it. No, <laughs> anyway, the economy got off to a modest start, but by golly, the job growth ain't doing near as well as they had hoped. Disney's shutting 60 North American stores, 20% of its output are global stores. Joe Biden, Texas, and Mississippi lifting math, mask mandates is Neanderthal thinking there. And I kind of look at that and I just go, man, I, that's offensive to say the least. Of course, Joe gets away with any offensive statement that he makes, no problem. That's right. When Donald did it, by golly, it was just pure evil, pure hatred. But when, uh, you know, Joe does it, it's just... Um, Either is a true teller of the end justify the means, or it's just old Joe. He doesn't mean any harm. Don't worry about uh, uh, Uncle Joe there. But Biden mandates or suggests that there'll be enough vaccines for all adults, Brian. The problem is about 33% of the adults don't want to take the vaccines. So what are we going to do with all them leftover vaccines? Well, it's, you know, they've got to look for a way to <laughs> to use up the to push the agenda, I guess. Maybe we can actually pour into some other poor saps. Well, there's a, you know, the problem is, is when you've got the fake news out there, the media, they'll create some kind of story saying, hey, everybody's, you know, they've all had it. Everybody's got it. What? I didn't get it. You know, those, you know, but everybody will think that everybody Brian, got it. Let me just tell you something. You don't even know if you got it, buddy. If you, if you, let me just explain something to you. You got it, and you might not have known it. You were just one of the asymptomatics. That's, That's what right. you was, Brian. I know That's you didn't right. even know, but my friend, you are toxic. Well, hey, I, you know, here's the thing. I think they'll create some kind of. Uh, I think they'll create some kind of a windblown uh, vaccine, so everybody's going to breathe it. They are literally talking about needleless vaccines. Did you see that in the news? Is that right? I yeah, didn't they've know that. got a race to find a way to do vaccines without needles. I kid you not. <laughs> yeah, okay. So you, you were joking, but these people, <laughs> these these Neanderthals, there, buddy, are serious. Okay. Wow. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The the, the, bin, the big wind uh, mills they've created. They want us to go clean. Maybe you're going to push that vaccine thing out there so we can all breathe it. Well, I don't even know really how to respond to it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, they say needleless vaccines, a huge effort to stop it by solving the refrigeration problem. Needleless vaccine delivery is the answer. The pain of injections won't be a problem. The fear of needles won't be a problem, buddy. Needleless vaccine patch is what they're talking about. Wow. Yeah, buddy, it's a huge step. They're working on it feverishly, my friend. Is it a patch? You just wear a patch? That's what they're talking about, yeah. I see. Needleless vaccinations, a huge step towards stopping infectious disease. Guess who's at the helm of it? You probably will never guess. <laughs> uh, I would say, uh, um, 
shoot, I went blank here, but who's our... Uh, Come on now, Bill Gates, buddy. There you go. That's exactly right. Yes, sir. That's what I'm Bill saying. Bill is yep. in the, the zone, my friend. That's right. Now, he ain't no Neanderthal now. This is Bill. Now, check this out. Listen carefully. Needless vaccinations, a huge step towards stopping infectious disease. Bill Gates' philanthropic foundation funds research into a needle-free vaccine or vaccination method using molds made of sugar. <laughs> Back to Jello. I guess so. <laughs> a technology that he hopes could help patients in areas that need it most, buddy. I mean, he's just helping you. Now, here's the interesting story and companion to this Bill Gates philanthropic deal. Ready? Check this out. And I don't know how this will affect the economy, but you can tell us, Brian. Microsoft Exchange servers. Well, there's a flaw in them that lets the Chinese hack our emails. A China-linked cyber espionage group has been remotely plundering, Brian. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I believe it. I mean, it seems like we allow, we, we can't uh, stop, you know, I, I wish the government, you know, do something good to stop these uh, people from uh, stealing our identities and our money, but it seems like they open the floodgates to anybody, any illegal things that are going on and just the, the havoc that causes havoc, but yeah. So this guy there that can't go. keep my email safe wants to uh, skip the needle and just put a patch on me and just put some toxins into my bloodstream yeah i think i think he could stop uh uh he could protect your email i just don't think he wants to oh that's, yeah now we're getting somewhere there i think that's it if i'm compromised on every level then i'll just be in panic and fear and then hey whatever you want to do with me just do it just keep me safe brian just just save yeah. me save me billy yeah that's right and you know and the, and the influx of funding the fiat currency that's going into his account he can buy a lot of gold and Bitcoin or whatever he wants, right? Yes, sir. In fact, he won't let Bitcoin stand. He's got to have his own coin, buddy. Yeah, that's right. MS the, coin. The BG. The BG The uh, Bill coin Gates coin. That's right. <laughs> that's right. The big bill, the BB coin, <laughs> the Microsoft coin. The problem that's with right. Microsoft coin, though, man, is from their track record in IT, you probably just have your coin disappear one day and be like, man, yeah, they, that's need right. a reboot. The, chi the Chinese kind of... Uh, Hacked it. Hate Left that. <laughs> All right. There you go. Capital, Capital Police prepare for a potential attack. Have you read this? No. All right. There's a big old news story today. In like all the main news sources, the agency who responds to what the force is now calling a possible plot to breach You've heard of the plot to breach, haven't you, Brian? Uh, to, to breach the White House, take over the... The plot to breach the Capitol. Yeah. Again, they sounded the alarm that pro-Trump conspirators may be planning an attack. They say another assault on the Capitol building, possibly today, Brian. Oh, wow. And they say the reason for this big old ripping attack, you you don't know this, buddy. You're, you're fixing to attack, but you probably don't even know the reasons why you are. Okay. They say that today, you know what today is, don't you? Uh, the fourth. What is today? The <clears throat> tell me the well, day of reckoning. Back in nineteen or the nineteen thirties or whatever, 
it used to be to where today was the real, not the fake one, buddy, but the real inauguration day. You follow me? Oh, okay. I know you didn't know all that. I didn't. You was fixed to attack the Capitol anyway, see? I'm Neanderthal a little bit, so. That's right. Now, they had police legislation they were working on for Thursday, but they moved it quickly to Wednesday so they could get the heck out of town, the congressmen and senators, because today, buddy, (laughs) it's going radical. Now, the people who believe in QAnon, the people who believe that Trump got ripped off and believe that the whole nation is ran by pedophiles and everything else, they have cast March 4th as a deep deep state plot to incite the movement's adherence and provoke a nationwide crackdown. So basically, hey, Donald's going to take office today because it's the real day. Oh. All right? They say threats against lawmakers are through the roof, Brian. Now, they say this without any evidence or anything, but I'm just telling you right now, it's through the roof, okay? Right. And they say that Trump will be inaugurated today by the military. And uh, he'll be back in power today because today's the real day, buddy. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One guy uh, said, I'll tell you about the warning, but I got to have anonymity if I'm going to. Oh, okay. See? Now, (laughs) you believe in Donald, don't you? Well, I believe in some of the things he did. Yeah. Yeah, now I want you to know that this kind of chatter is First Amendment language. They're, you're allowed to say this kind of stuff, they claim. Now, the Homeland Security is warning that these attacks would not be isolated episodes. And um, anyway, you've you got to beware because it's a coming, buddy. Okay. Now, here's what I don't understand. I guess I must not be a real Trump supporter because I didn't know anything about this until I read this in the mainstream press. Yeah, now, don't it. worry, the Trump International Hotel, you're not going to stay there tonight, Brian, because they're asking three to four times the usual <laughs> prices, buddy, because people are ready to roll in there, you know? That's right. <laughs> they're all right. going to stay at the Trump Hotel, don't you know? That's right. Uh, anyway, it's just strange that. stuff. I know nothing about it. I'll talk about that coming up. <laughs> Brian's got to fly. Thank you, sir. Brian Rust, RustCodeGift.com. We'll talk soon. Hey, thanks, thank you. He always does a phenomenal job on your radio. Can a nation conceived in liberty carry its head high if it denies protection to the youngest and most vulnerable of its citizens? Can a country founded on God-given rights continue to thrive without understanding that life is a precious gift from our Creator. As a physician, I have looked into the eyes of one-pound babies. I have cradled their small bodies in the palm of one hand. I defy those who are careless, who would disregard life and look at these tiny little miracles and say, we're not going to protect that. But I believe there will come a time when we are all judged on whether or not we took a stand in defense of all life from the moment of conception until our last natural breath. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life. 
As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Looking at this news that I'm going, are you kidding me right now? I just don't know how to respond. I don't know if you're a Trump supporter, but you're not a real one unless you know about this plot, ladies and gentlemen. Um, police, quote, possible attack. Possible plot to attack. Capital tomorrow. That's today now. Conspiracy theorists believe that President Trump will be sworn in again on Thursday. Now, do you believe that, folks? Next headline says, Capitol Police prepare for a potential attack, ladies and gentlemen. What do you think about all that? Okay, I think they're just trying to incite more violence or greater attacks. I didn't even know about this until the mainstream press started babbling about it. I know nothing about this whatsoever. All right. They say that Trump will be sworn in on, well, on Thursday. As today, they're calling it the true inauguration day. The true inauguration day. Now, I didn't even know about this, folks. Did you? Yeah. Conspiracy theorists believe this is happening today. They say we obtained intelligence which shows of a possible plot to attack the Capitol today, Thursday, March 4th, Capitol Police said in a statement. Yeah, they say the 3%er militia group and others might be using tactics, including detonating a bomb to pull law enforcement away from the Capitol before they attack. We're taking the intelligence seriously. Yeah, National Guard troops are at the site now. By the way, I don't know if you know this, but um, this is how it kind of goes. The true inauguration day. Do you know about that? That's the 1933 thing. All right. March 4th was the presidential inauguration day until 1933. And then there's a big old thing about the 1871, you know, we lost our country or whatever, right? Yeah. The true inauguration day is what they're talking about. 
Anyway, let me explain a few things to you, ladies and gentlemen, that I really, really believe are important to understand. All right? I understand the 1871 idea. All right? They say, you know, these people believe that the last real president, right, the U.S. secretly became a U.S. corporation back in 1871. Meaning Ulysses Grant was the last real president. Forbes reports. Anyway, it just goes on and on, this this article here. Now, I don't believe it. And you say, what do you mean you don't believe it, Sam? It's true, you can prove it. You can prove some details, yes. All right, you can prove that there has been some changes regarding states' rights back in the 1870s after the, quote, Civil War, etc. All right? And you can prove that there has been game-playing in the courts relating to corporations. And you can prove that words matter and capitalization matters in the courts over time. You can prove a lot of that. All right? But the problem with this whole line of thinking comes down to this. They cannot steal a country by just lying and capitalizing lying and capitalizing a couple of letters or changing the nature of America back in 1871, etc., etc., etc. That's where I disagree. So I'm not saying that some of these documented things are not true. They are true. Many of them. Many of the things that people point to have a grain of truth in them. But the whole narrative is not true. And let me explain what I mean. Say a few yahoos did change the capital letters or move us to a corporation or do this and that. The checks and balances within America could overturn that in a second if we chose to. All right? You say, no, Sam, the, the bad guys have control. You know what? The checks and balances in America are so robust, so incredible, so uh, liberty-loving, they chain down people to where people cannot get ultimate power in America. <clears throat> you say, well, by golly, Sam, you're sure ignorant. They have. No, I don't agree. And I'll tell you how I can prove to you that I don't agree or prove to you that I'm right on this. Here it is. If they really took over the country in 1871, they wouldn't be trying to create fake elections in 2021 or 2020. What would that be? Literally 150 years later? They wouldn't be doing that, folks. They'd just tell you that they're in control. Shut up. Sit down. This is a communist, tyrannical nation. We're in control and you shut up. But see, they don't have that luxury. The government is still afraid of we the people. They wouldn't be trying to take your guns away by legislation and by hook or by crook or by deception or uh, incrementally. They would just simply say we're gathering the guns. Okay? They don't have near the dictatorial, dictatorial control that you people think they do. If they did, they would not be piecemealing and creating a coronavirus fake scenario to have us give up our rights and shut down our businesses. They wouldn't be slowly but surely piecemeal putting gun control in place. They wouldn't be um, manipulating elections so that you feel like you're free. They'd just tell you to sit down and shut up and they'd have ultimate control. These people love control. These people love to lord over you. The deep state loves that kind of stuff. But they know, as well as we know, that ladies and gentlemen, they don't have that much control. 
and the checks and balances in America, constitutionally speaking, are still in place, vertical and horizontal checks and balances, and those checks and balances work. You don't believe me? In my state of Utah, I could literally double down into my area relating to my congressman, and I could gather every precinct leader, and if we chose to stand together, we could demand accountability in the vote count at the precinct level under penalty of perjury, and we could via our counties with our county sheriff and our county commissioners and our county district attorney, etc., we could demand honest voting. And we could all, as a people, refuse to vote until we got it. We could shut down the IRS tomorrow. We could send a million of us, five million of us, 10 million of us, 100 million of us, could send a postcard to the IRS every single day that says, I will not pay my taxes. You're wrong. You're dishonest. You're immoral. You're unconstitutional. You're gone. And if you had 100 million postcards, you'd run out of paper. The mail service would completely shut down. You, would, you could change the game. Our greater numbers are still so valuable and so important. But the reason we can't accomplish anything in America is because there's only a few people that care about patriotism. There's only a few people that really understand and are willing to participate and are willing to put serious, serious liberty on the line. All right. But there literally, there are a few people who do believe in this 1871 scenario where, hey, America has been taken over. It's not the same America. It's not the America that, you know, I have people from time to time calling me and giving me information. Sam, you got to read the paperwork. You got to see this. You don't, you don't know that this is all going on. Yeah, I do. I know about all of it. But I'm telling you right now that if we, uh, every time I go to the ballot box, I see this thing that says, do you want to retain these judges or get rid of them? Okay. And every time I get rid of every single judge there. You say, Sam, you might get rid of a good guy. You know what? I might. But all I'm telling you is we have got to reject the swamp and the best ways to get rid of them every time. Get rid of all the judges. Put new fresh ones in there. Even a fresh judge that doesn't agree with me on the principles is probably more constitutional and willing to obey their oath than a judge that's been there for a long time. With rare exception, that's a fact. Okay, when it comes to Congress, we could replace the whole of Congress, all 435 of those critters. Every single two years if we chose, if we got up and said, look, we're going to demand honest voting and we're going to remove them now, we could get rid of them. We don't need impeachment. We don't need term limits. We don't need any of those things. We just simply could do it at the ballot box. You say, Sam, there's fraud. Even the courts won't help us. Man, we've, we've run out of options. No one's tried the local level like I'm talking about. Nobody. Um, what if you had 300 million Americans that said we're going to refuse to vote until you could certify the votes with a paper ballot or until you could certify the votes locally? With count or vote watchers, vote counters uh, that are from several different positions, so that it's that it's open and honest and transparent and fair. We're not even going to vote until you do that. Okay, we haven't tried nothing yet. Our greater numbers haven't been utilized effectively at all. And when we do utilize our greater numbers, we see success. So the point, the whole point of this is: look, they can't just change the country by saying they capitalized a letter. They created a government corporation. They did this. They did that. Look, liberty is available to us all if we use the checks and balances in the constitution and you can't have some little faction control us all now you say but they are controlling us yeah they are i'm not denying that they are the swamp is controlling us the few are controlling the many but it doesn't have to be that way and there are peaceful ways to stop them there absolutely are peaceful ways to stop them and that's what we're not focusing on 
I've given you a couple of examples. Vote local, demand accountability at the local, most smallest local precinct that you can possibly get. Do you even know how many precincts are in America? About 175,000, over 3,000 counties. See, when you go to the courts and you leave it in the hands of about nine people to decide and they say, oh, we don't want to talk about it. But what if 175,000 precinct leaders said, I demand accountability and transparency in the vote here? See, you say, but we can't get those people. Nobody cares. I know. That's why you've lost your liberty. Look, the founding fathers said you have a republic if you can keep it. Well, we can't keep it if we're ignorant and if we don't stand up for what matters. Okay. That's what the checks and balances, horizontal and vertical, are all about. Okay. If Joe Biden really stole the presidency and if the Capitol riot was an insurrection and if it was done by those who want to put Joe in power and there really is election fraud, and the courts won't touch it, then why don't we look at election fraud and challenge every single precinct in a lawsuit? Why don't we demand every precinct? Well, wait a minute, Sam, the precincts were skipped. We did mail-in balloting. I know, that's another lawsuit. And if there's mail-in balloting and there's no precincts, then sue your county. 3,000 county lawsuits. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we don't have the guts for the fight. We all want to either one, watch... um, you know, sports on TV or two, pick up a gun and go to war. Why don't we try some middle approaches? We either want to one, um, get rid of the Constitution and find a new planner. Why do we always go from nothing, zero to 3,000 miles per hour? Why don't we do like a middle approach that says, hey, let's use our greater numbers to influence change? You know what? We need Mitt Romney gone. The guy's a nutcase. Let's next election cycle get him out of there. But who are you going to run against him? We well, say, Sam, we can't. We don't have the money. Yeah, we do. If a million Americans in Utah or even across the nation were to back the Utah fight, now they're getting money from all over the country, aren't they? Yeah. Okay, how, many, how much money would it take if, if a million people who wanted to see Romney gone in Utah? If a million Americans put in a dollar each with a million bucks, could somebody beat Romney? Depends on who it was. Maybe we got to buy some radio stations. Maybe we've got to get control of the media. Maybe we've got to, okay, but people aren't doing the things that are necessary. They're just like, hey, man, is my stimulus check coming? Golly, they better go up there and get that done. Hey. How am I going to watch sports and eat wings without my stimulus check rolling in? They close my business. Hey, there's very few business owners that are fighting the closures, right? What if every business owner in America said, we're not closing down? We're not doing that. What if every kid brought a Bible to school? What if every, okay, I'm not talking about criminal activity, but I am talking about appropriate civil disobedience. I am talking about our greater numbers making a difference. And attacking the Capitol today is the stupidest thing you could ever do. Do not do it. I beg you to stop. Go home with your family where you belong and affect change in real, meaningful ways. Would you please? Thank you. God save the Republic. Live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman, live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that it was refused to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for March fourth in the year of our Lord, two thousand and twenty-one. This is our two of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Our guest now, ladies and gentlemen, 
the little lady with a big voice, <laughs> Beth Ann Schonenberg. She's a fellow talk show host. Right after my broadcast is Beth Ann's broadcast on LovingLiberty.net, on AM and FM radio stations around the country. And Beth Ann doesn't shy away from tackling the tough topics with a dose of common sense and humor like you wouldn't believe. She does a great job taking on corporations, environmental extremists, big business, and others. The mission of her broadcast is to preserve and protect independence in America by seeking the truth, speaking the truth, standing up for our Constitution, God, family, and country. She has a passion for our nation. Beth Ann, welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live. Well, thank you, Sam. I think we're on this mission together, aren't we? (laughs) Yes, we are. And you know what? Your show comes with the day of Brownfield days, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, he was my uh, mentor, so to speak. And uh, and, uh, when he passed away and his family closed it all up, I had a weekend. I had just hours to decide whether I was going to continue and do my own show or or pack it up and go home, and I just couldn't pack it up and go home. Yeah, she was a co-host with Derry back in the day, and then she's been carrying on alone with a dose of common sense ever since. Incredible talk show, very unique in the marketplace, a blend of kind of hometown, uh, great knowledge, tremendous guests on the broadcast with her, and then, hey, she speaks out uh, with a big voice and common sense, and she's coming to Utah To help us bring America home, right? Yes, absolutely. And that's what we're going to talk about when I get there. Uh, We're going to talk about home a little bit. And uh, I'm pretty excited. I've never been that far west, (laughs) going to far west. Yeah, that's right. uh, And I spoke in Wyoming last year, and and we're going to go a little farther this year. We're going to go to Utah. We opted to drive. We're going to do that and, and see a little bit of the country on our way out there and then hightail it back here so we can get back on the air. Well, you're going to see the beautiful mountains in Utah. You're also going to see Liberty Hall. So Beth Ann will be Come Help Us Bring America Home on Saturday evening, March 13th at 7 p.m. at Liberty Hall uh, in Utah. And what's interesting about this, in my opinion, ladies and gentlemen, uh, is it's very unique to have hosts come and speak personally to you, to let you meet and greet them, to shake their hand, and it's not going to just be you talking. From what I understand, you've got songs mixed in to your presentation, right? Yeah, Kathy asked me to do a little singing, so we're going to do a little singing. <laughs> so I've got a couple of things that I'm going to bring. And uh, and then she told me yesterday or day before that her granddaughter is going to sing the national anthem, which I'm pretty excited about when you see the young people step up and do that. You, it's just awesome. Just awesome. I want to talk a little bit about stories from the heartland for a second. Because okay. this, is, this is why your show is so unique. Um, you know what? It's modern in that it understands the topics of the day, the financial news, all the different modern twists and turns of reality. But it takes you to a place where we once were in America, where it was about home and hearth, where it was about, you know what, people singing and being together and telling stories and learning from one another and enjoying each other's company. And there's a flavor to that, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I always tell my listeners, this is like having, you know, sitting down and having a, a cup of coffee around the table. You, yours is Liberty Roundtable. Um, but uh, we, you know how people used to get together and solve problems. And, you know, they whether it was within the neighborhood or the family, you know, when, when that's what Bring America Home is talking about is, is to solve the problem when when one 
a person in a family had a problem, whether it was something, a tragedy or something from outside or even something that they caused themselves. The whole family will come together and try to to instill a, a way to to go forward from there and what they should do and, and maybe even pray together and just decide what to do. And I think that's time for America to come together. And, you know, what are we going to do? And... Uh, there's only one thing we're going to do. We're going to have to quit sitting around doing nothing. <laughs> so. well, and we're going to have to also understand that, you know what, we're all brothers and sisters in this world. Absolutely. And we all want the same thing, really, which is to kind of be left alone. We want to be able to have loved ones around us. We want to have a good meal. We want a safe place to sleep. We, Isn't it about that? Uh, yes, absolutely. You know, it. it um, America is just, it's a wonderful place. And right now, it, it doesn't look like America. And uh, so that's, you know, that's what we talk about here. And my show later on today is going to be with, uh, we're going to talk about a man whose boots on the ground literally was, he's retired from that now, but uh, we're going to talk about the illegal immigrants coming across and what's happening with that. And, um, you know, nobody's against immigrants coming in. Uh, We're against them coming in illegally and coming in in hordes like they are. But... Family, uh, we're, America we're, we're is also one against, family. We're also against those who bring them in uh, to do harm. In other words, those uh, who are so harming criminals, etc. And they're not being vetted the way they used to be. So much of that is going on, and and it's it's rampant in in the United States, but it is it is uh, uh, across the world. You know, just a week ago, there was almost three hundred young girls taken there in Nigeria from the schools. They've got them back. But it's just unreal what's going on. The evil is in this world, Sam. It's 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 rampant because we've laid back and not done what we needed to do in our just uh, cause. We should be stepping up and protecting our families and our communities and just putting our foot down. You know, my latest phrase is uh, uh, get your three-cornered hat on, roll up your sleeves, and, and dig your heels in the ground. It's time for Americans to stand up and get your patriotism on and, and uh, protect our land. Well, they are in Texas and Mississippi. Both of them are saying, hey, you know what? We're going to lift the mask mandates and we're going to say businesses can open <laughs> up. And you don't want to know what Joe Biden's response was? Neanderthal. You're Neanderthal. Yeah. And As think, he's letting what, what all kind these. of offensive statement is that? Yeah, I want letting all these illegals come in here without any kind of vetting. You know, they're just going to run across this country. And and it may not just be COVID that they bring in. We know that. Uh, you know, that goes way back in time. They always had to be be secluded for just a little while because that's just human nature. They have viruses we haven't been introduced to. We have viruses they haven't been introduced to. I mean, unfortunately, we are in a world that has germs and viruses in it. But, uh, you know, the illegals bringing these children, Sam, I know you love children, uh, it's it, it, it just breaks my heart. And what uh, the White House is letting go on is just, it, you know, it goes beyond uh, common sense, but it goes beyond what we would try in logic because they have a sinister plan. What I say and, is by our greater numbers, can we make the difference? We can advocate peacefully, kindly, but directly for the things that matter most, for the rule of law, for accountability, etc. And Beth Schoenberg, ladies and gentlemen, the little lady with the big voice doesn't shy away from these tough topics. The mission is to preserve and defend independence in America. And she's coming to Utah, ladies and gentlemen. Help bring us America <laughs> home with stories and songs 
and a whole lot more March 13th at Liberty Hall. Um, her show is every weekday, right after mine on the broadcast, Monday through Saturday, or Monday through Friday, Friday on LovingLiberty.net, and you're syndicated by a bunch of affiliates and a bunch of other networks as well, right? I am. Yes, I am. On AM, FM, shortwave, uh, uh, several different internet uh, networks, uh, CRN is one of them that carries me, and and uh, it's not as big as we'd like to be, but we're getting out there, and uh, I think we're making some changes, you know, and I, I started, Sam, I don't know if you know this or not, but I guess you do, you listen to it, um, but... On uh, September 26th of 1919, I started my, I just, the Lord just tapped me on the shoulder and he says, you need to be praying. And so I started each show out with prayer. And uh, I was a little worried about that, how that would be received. Don't you and worry, my listeners, it's phenomenal. My listeners absolutely love it. And I start out with, for such a time as this, which is the words right out of the book of Esther. And uh, I don't believe I'm Queen Esther by any uh, means, but I believe that we can all take a stand, and, and it is for such a time as this that we need to do that. Now, let's be clear, too, on your uh, speaking tour coming to Utah, ladies and gentlemen, is kind of the key here right now. It'll help us bring America home at Liberty Hall in far west Utah, Saturday evening, March 13th. Get your tickets today. LovingLiberty.net is where you can do that. But um, Kathy Smith, one of the leaders of Loving Liberty, uh, mm-hmm. has a Loving Liberty Ladies program and curriculum that she's launching as well. And it got us a, a soft launch on our Valentine's Day dinner, but uh, that's going to be part of the mix as well. And, you know, we need lead women voices. They were part of the founding. America doesn't get to hear that side of history either. No, we're they here don't. To bring it back, right? We are. Although I'm going to talk about a patriot that, that is really near and dear to my heart, and that is uh, uh, Patrick Henry. And... Uh, and uh, it's, you know, it, why we have the religious freedoms that we do, why that was so important to our founding fathers. And um, so I'm going to talk about that a little bit in my speech. And the foundation, you know, everybody's talking about insurrection and this and that. We have a foundation. Those sacrifices were already made by our founding fathers. We need, it is now, you know, in, in the documents, they claimed it is their right, their duty. Well, now... Sam, it's it's ours. And it's our duty to remain civil in our dialogue and peaceful in our actions and interactions. They claim that there's a big old uh, meltdown uh, today that, that, you know, people are possibly going to breach the Capitol again. And they say that Donald Trump on the real uh, Inauguration Day is coming back and everything else. And I want to tell people that's all bogus. Uh, Stay away. Don't do it. Absolutely fake news. And uh, they're doing it, you know. You look at what they're doing and then what they say, Sam, and it doesn't fit the narrative. They, they uh, Yesterday or earlier this last few days, they started removing the razor wire. Uh, hold on. Do you got a second longer, Bethann? Uh, I, I do. All right. We'll give you just a second longer to finish up your thought, and then we'll let you fly. Hang tight. Bethann Schoenberg on Liberty Roundtable Live. As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787... The nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads. A divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is again the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen 
like those noble Americans who founded this land. Vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation, and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com to begin that restoration. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals that gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way. But actually, gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account, because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. All right, come help us bring America home in Far West Utah, Liberty Hall in Far West Utah. March 13th, 7 p.m. Get your tickets today, lovingliberty.net. Beth Ann Schoenberg will be the speaker. She will sing and tell stories and a whole lot more as the Loving Liberty ladies stand together to tell you about the real history of America, ladies and gentlemen. And Beth Ann, I know you got to fly here in just a second, but I didn't want to cut you off mid-thought. Uh, I was okay. mentioning that this Capitol riot and stuff that they're talking about, they, they claim that March 4th, 1933, that's when it used to be Inauguration Day, and that part's true. Uh, that did change. That's fine. What's not true is that people are creating an insurrection at the Capitol, that everybody's ready to go ham and crazy, and that Donald Trump's going to be uh, taken over from here on out and stuff like that. It's all fake news and bogus, and you wanted to finish your thoughts. I did want to finish my thoughts, because after they, they've been saying this, and of course they closed the house down because they're scared to death, they, uh, <laughs> they were removing razor wire earlier this week. Now, if they really thought they were going to have an attack, would they have done that? No. Not a chance. Not a chance that they would have done that. And they keep calling what happened on January 6th, and I do not stand up for what happened there. I'm, I'm not advocating that that was a good thing. It was not a good thing. But it was not an armed insurrection. Well, let's be clear about what happened there. Literally hundreds of thousands went to a peaceful rally, and they said, let's patriotically influence our congressmen and senators to look into vote fraud. That's what we're here for, and we want that peacefully done. After the rally, most people left, but some went to the Capitol. The majority of the people outside the Capitol remained peaceful, prayed for our nation, and did their very best peacefully to mill around and stand up for what they believe and, and to do this thing called peacefully assemble. Um, there was a few people that went into the Capitol that did not commit any violence, but did go into the Capitol. I don't know if they thought they could or what. Then there was a few people who did create criminal acts of destruction of property and violence, and those people should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. But let's be clear, that's a tiny, tiny, tiny fraction of those who are there with good intent, and the good people with good intent, the majority get no coverage or no defense at all, and that's the problem that I'm having. And nothing was burned and nobody was, nothing was stolen. And furthermore, uh, I don't know if you know, they did, a, they did a research, too, and there wasn't any even weapons brought. That's what I was saying. It was not an armed insurrection. There was nobody even had any arms except the security guard that shot the, the woman, which they keep uh, kind of downplaying that. She was unarmed, but she, she was doing a bad thing. She was coming through a broken window, um, easing her way in there. But she's also a vet. 
she has fought for this nation. And that uh, uh, she was the only one that was shot and killed. They've made a big deal, uh, and I, and it is a big deal that this officer passed away. But it was not something that was inflicted upon him. His family is saying he had a stroke. Well, and the he other, wasn't hit in the head. The other and person, so, is, you know, this this idea that he was hit in the head or whatever else and beat up with a fire extinguisher or whatever else. The New York Times had to recount that story or recant that story. And, and the reality is much different, and we're starting to see it. Uh, the problem is the mainstream press admitting the truth and correcting their stories, but they're not really changing the narrative. What the narrative is now is uh, just because you've defended Donald Trump once on your radio program that you're an insurrectionist, too, that we're all domestic terrorists, uh, etc., and, and that's where the lie begins as well. Well, and I like to say that it's really not about Donald Trump. He's just been the brave voice that has stood up. Uh, he was he was. I believe he actually is in a position that maybe God has put him in and others have talked him into doing, and he loves this country. You can just see it. You can just see it when he meets with the crowd and how he reacts with them and how he, when he speaks to them. You know, when they were chanting uh, in his uh, CPAC speech and they started chanting, We Love You, he was moved. He backed away from the podium and and just, you know, he was moved. You could tell the the... The uh, look on his face absolutely changed. And, uh, uh, you know, those are things that I watched for. I was never a Donald Trump fan when he was the <laughs> young upstart that was getting all his millions and having all of his uh, women and all that. I, I, I didn't like that. I didn't follow. But when he started talking about America first and what he wanted to do for the American people, and when he was campaigning in 2016, you could see how he reacted. You could see what... When he shook the hands of some of these people that are hardworking people, they have dirt under their fingernails because they're they're working in the coal mines or they're working in the factories or wherever the case may be, uh, chapped hands from, from all the work that they do. You could see that, that he truly loved the people. Amen to that, ladies and gentlemen. Beth Ann's got to fly. She's got a show to prepare I do, for I do. in just a couple of Thank minutes. Thank you, Sam. But you know what? She will be coming to Utah, Bring America Home, Absolutely. on March 13th, 7 p.m. at Liberty Hall in Far West, Utah. We'll see you there, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you, Sam. She God does bless. a phenomenal job. Great radio talk show. Spread the word. Tell the tale. It's available live and on demand. You need to be aware of that as well. CSCTalkRadio.com, her website. Check that out. Spread the word. And you know what? Tickets are only 15 bucks. LovingLiberty.net. Be there because it's going to be a wonderful time bringing America home, learning about who we are as a people, the history of our founding fathers, and how we can carry their legacy forward. Ladies are involved in patriotism, too, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Loving Liberty Ladies, a program put together by Kathy Smith and others, uh, will be talked about as well and promoted at that event. I'm telling you right now, ladies are standing up for liberty like nobody's business. And you got to dig it because it takes us both male and female created to them, and we stand together for the sacred cause of God, family, and country. And we'll continue to do so. Thank you, Beth Ann. Uh, there she flies. And I would love to keep her longer. But, man, she's got a show to prepare for. And she's just got a lot going on right now. She gets ready to, to leave and drive to Utah and all this kind of stuff. What is 1,100 miles or something like that from Missouri where she uh, is and where she uh, does her show from to um, where we are and stuff like that. They talk so much about this Capitol Police stuff. I want to kind of talk about this a little bit more. Because they say uh, Capitol Police failed to quell a riot and killed a woman. They say U.S. Capitol uh, secured and four dead. An unarmed woman was shot by police in the Capitol. That's all true. She was a veteran. New footage creates more questions about the woman that was shot. Um, 
it just goes on and on. They say Capitol Police investigating role of 35 officers. What we do and what we don't know about deaths created at the Capitol. Anyway, it just goes on. This is serious stuff, ladies and gentlemen. This is not a joke. But now they want you to believe that people are fixing to breach the Capitol again. And all I'm telling you is this. Are there Trump supporters that believe in QAnon? There are. I believe QAnon can be very deceptive, but I'm not a QAnon believer or supporter. I know some things have come out from QAnon that are true. I also know some things that have come out from QAnon are not true. And I say this, whenever you get a source that supposedly has more information than everybody else, but you don't know the source, don't trust it. When they tell you that Bitcoin was created by somebody and we don't know who created it, don't trust it, right? Um, but this capital issue, this possible plot to attack capital, that's today, right, um, is very concerning to me. And I want to encourage you not to go to the Capitol, okay? I don't believe Donald Trump will be sworn in again today at all. I don't believe Trump will be sworn in today at all, folks. And I don't think Trump would believe in that. In fact, right now, what I think President Trump should do is come out and say this is not happening. But they call it the true inauguration day. Why? Because March 4th was the presidential inauguration day. Until 1933. Okay, so that part's true. But this idea that Trump's taken over, that the military is going to install President Trump today, all right, you know, they say that the U.S. became a secret corporation in 71. There's a lot, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to say it again, a lot of truths, half-truths, and mistruths there. I'm telling you that President Trump is not going to be taking over the military today. Today is not the real inauguration day. I know that it used to be, but they changed it. And you know what? Congress has authority to do those things. Like or dislike it, agree or disagree with it isn't the point. The point is it's the reality. And I'm telling you right now, if you go to the Capitol, you will be involved in stuff that we absolutely 1,000% denounce. And I think President Trump should speak out and say, this is not happening, people, it isn't true. And you know what? Even if it were true, that that was the attempt. Okay, I don't believe it's even happening. But even if it was happening, even if people were gathering, conspiracy people were gathering to do this kind of thing and they, they really believed it was legitimate, and I would tell them to stand down and go home. Absolutely stand down, go home. There's no value for you there. Now, some in the media would tell you that I'm just saying that because I want to save face right now. I don't want to get caught in a... I was the one that said don't take over the Malheur Wildlife Refuge as well. Yeah. I was one of the people that said, don't take over the refuge as well. Okay. So you know what? We are peaceful on this broadcast and we always have been. Let's make that very clear. We always have been. I am not for violence. I am not for attack because I don't believe it's the answer. Now, I do believe it's self-defense, right? Uh, But I um, understand that there are better ways to go about Resolving the problems that we face than, than the way we're currently going about it in America with this violent idea or this, you know, hey, we're out of options idea. Let's pick up our muskets idea. Give me liberty or give me death. I believe in that general point of Patrick Henry. But I believe that Patrick Henry, even the most bold amongst the patriots back in the day, if they had the Constitution like we have, they would be looking for peaceful solutions and looking to use that blueprint for liberty. Using the checks and balances vertically and horizontally to stand up for the truth. They absolutely would, and you can't tell me they wouldn't. 
The founding fathers were very peaceful for the longest time until they felt like they had no choice left. They wrote the Declaration of Independence to document before a candid world why they had to take those steps. We don't have to take those, folks. Exposing corruption. Informing citizens. Pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. The U.S. House of Representatives on Wednesday passed H.R. 1, otherwise known as the For the People Act, which Republicans warn will compromise election integrity and ultimately lead to the federalization of U.S. elections. The Democrat-led House passed the legislation along party lines 220 to 210. The petition to recall California's Democrat Governor Gavin Newsom has climbed above 1.9 million signatures with two weeks to go until its deadline. Organizer Orrin Heatley says we have cleared another milestone and we are now entering the final stretch of this part of the official campaign to remove California Governor Gavin Newsom from power and office. End quote. If the effort succeeds, a recall election would likely occur later this year. The White House says there will be no announcement this week on who the future nominee to head the Office of Management and Budget might be. Nominee Neera Tandon has withdrawn after vile social media behavior was presented at her confirmation hearings. USA Radio News. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. You guys, your customer service and everything, you guys are great. And the commercials talk about it, but I don't know if it really gives it true justice. People need to know. This is maybe the most amazing product I've ever tried. It's so pure. It tastes so good. I'm just blown away by it. Balance of Nature is now offering 35% off on any new preferred order. Go to balanceofnature.com today and use discount code USA. The MyPillow Premium Pillow Special continues at MyPillow.com. If you go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, use my promo code USA, you can get a standard or queen size premium my pillow for twenty nine ninety eight. That's a forty dollar savings. King size only five dollars more. Go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use my promo code USA or call one eight hundred nine five one eight one seven five. China has made anal COVID-19 swabs mandatory for all foreign travelers arriving in country. The communists say such tests provides a higher degree of accuracy than other screening methods for the virus. Chinese Foreign Ministry spokesperson Wang Wenbin, however, defended the screenings as science-based. As part of the new travel requirement, there will be testing hubs in Beijing and Shanghai airports. More people have been killed by military personnel as the coup in Myanmar continues. Dan Naraki from the Ohio USA Radio News Bureau has more. Myanmar security forces have killed more protesters as the military government has stepped up their crackdown on opponents of last month's coup. A U.N. official says 38 people were killed Wednesday, most in the country's largest city, Yangon. Hundreds have also reportedly been arrested by security forces. The Association of Southeastern Asian Nations released a statement earlier this week calling for an end to the violence and urged both sides to negotiate for a peaceful settlement. The U.N. Security Council will reportedly meet on Friday to discuss the situation. USA Radio News. All right, ladies and gentlemen, do not even think of breaching the Capitol again. It was a disaster when it happened the first time. They're betraying us with false flag operations. Don't be stupid enough to fall for it. Trump is not. I'm going to say it again. 
Trump is not taking over today. Don't fall for the lies that you've been told. Remain peaceful. Stand down. Some would say, Sam, you're a wimp when it comes to fighting. You know what? I'm not a wimp. I'm just smart. You know what? It's not time. And I hope it never is time uh, to um, have a revolution or to need to defend yourself with violence. Okay, I, I understand that those things have their legitimate place. Why do I say that? Because the founding fathers had to have a revolution. Sometimes it is necessary to defend oneself. I get it, but I'm not going to advocate for that. I'm going to say that's a last resort if you must. But there are much better options, and breaching the Capitol is not one of them. Um, the mainstream press is just trying to whip you up into a frenzy. I don't know why they're trying to do that. If there are credible threats, I think that the FBI and others need to stop that. No doubt about it. But I don't know why we need to blast this into the minds and hearts of people all across the country over and over and over, unless you're trying to ratchet up rhetoric to create a divide. Okay. If there is something happening at the 10 mile square uh, in Washington, D.C. capital, then take care of it locally there and leave us out of it. Okay. We're not involved. We never have been, never will be. Okay. Stop. But they want to whip this up into a national story. It's all fake news, folks. Don't fall for it and don't participate in it. Stand down. Peacefully go to work. Texas, Mississippi, others opening up their businesses. And in my opinion, let's get back to normal and back to life. Let's be cautious in doing it, but let's do that. Supreme Court refuses remaining election fraud cases without explanation. Need to know news. It's need to know.news is the place. Why does the Supreme Court not want to talk about these fraud and election cases? And I honestly believe because, and, and others would say, because they're corrupt and they're all that. You know, maybe true. But I, I think the reason is because they're saying it's not a federal issue. Go to your local state, go to your local county, go to your local precinct, and that's where you need to deal with vote fraud. If it occurred, it happened on the precinct level or the county level, and that's where it ought to be dealt with. There's 3,000 counties and 175,000 precincts in which you have plenty of venues at the local level to take care of these kinds of problems. But nobody is looking to that level for solutions as I am. If you've got a problem with vote fraud in your state via voting by mail, then you know what? Deal with it in your state and stop it. Deal with it in your county and stop it. So don't get me wrong. I'm not really saying that I'm fine with the courts not taking these cases on. But I do agree that it's not really their purvy or whatever you want to call it. Purvy. It's not their responsibility. So we shouldn't just be so mad at the courts. Maybe we got to look local for solutions, right? All right. This is just, again, <laughs> these elitists are just too much. Headline says, Berkeley Teachers Union President. So Berkeley, California, teachers union president who demands government schools remain closed is seen dropping off his daughter at an in-person preschool. Yeah. So this thug doesn't believe that the rules apply to him. It's like, you got to have your school shut down. But, you know, doesn't relate to the rest of us. The guy's name is Matt Meyer, and he's fought to keep schools closed in his district, demanding that all educators get vaccinated before reopening schools. But you know what? He drops off his daughter to preschool. What kind of a thug is this guy? These guys don't believe that these rules apply to them. 
just to us. And we talk about this over and over. Why do they do this? Because they don't believe the threat's real. That's why. But they love, love, love that they can control you and me. Right? Now, I don't know if you heard about this story, but Los Angeles schools. So we're back in California now. You got this whacked out Berkeley guy that says don't open the schools till everybody's vaccinated, but then he drops off his daughter at a, at a preschool, at an in-person preschool. Wow. But the next headline from California as well. I mean, I'm telling you right now, California and New York are just the craziest places. I mean, they're just tyrannical, crazy over there. But anyway, here's the story. Los Angeles schools to launch Microsoft COVID tracking app so children can attend classes. So now Bill Gates is going to have a tracking app. Bill Gates is involved in the vaccines. He's involved in the tracking app. I mean, this guy's a nut. Wow. Wow. Anyway, I just find that interesting. An app that Microsoft is going to create to track, and then the Microsoft is going to be, the founder is going to be the guy involved in the vaccines. and The, guy, the guy's the guy got us coming and going, man. He's making money everywhere he goes from this stuff, isn't he? Oh, no, Sam. He's going to donate it. Well, he probably makes more money from the headlines and donating something than he would have made from selling it in the first place. Researchers now report that deaths for COVID-19 vaccinations for the elderly in Israel is 40 times greater than deaths from COVID-19 itself. Did you hear me? Researchers report now that deaths from COVID vaccine for for Israel's elderly is 40 times greater than deaths from the COVID-19 itself. And then they want you and I to take the vaccines and they say they're safe and effective and healthy and no problem. And they're, uh, you know, do you buy it? Do you buy it? See, I got a problem with that whole story. All right. Deaths for the elderly by vaccinations. And we bring this up and then what? They just say we're crazy. Not true. Right. I mean, it's just amazing. LifeSite News is who brings this forward. And Health Impact News. Right? It's amazing. Mainstream media claims that Pfizer and its RNA vaccines have been effective in reducing rates of the cocoa infection in Israel. But Dr... Herve Seligman, I think is how you say it, Dr. Herve Seligman. He has closely examined the statistics, folks. And he has concluded that Pfizer vaccine has killed about 40 times more elderly people than the disease itself. Among younger people, the death rate is more than 260 times greater than it would have been if the vaccine were not given. The researchers said that the death count in the vaccinated group is undoubtedly 
too low because it doesn't count for the delayed deaths that are expected long-term with regards to long-term implications of the vaccine. To date, Israel has vaccinated over 53% of its population, twice that the rate of the next closest nation, Britain, with 26.9%. Yeah. Anyway, the story goes on. But there's more and more and more data coming out about this. They say while the full mathematical analysis may be found in the article itself, the authors demonstrate about how those who are vaccinated and above 65, anyway, then they you know tell you about how many people died between doses. It goes on and on and on and on. But folks... What a sad tale, huh? What a sad tale. And now UK health authorities are speaking out as well. Health authorities announced not a single case of flu detected this year. Yeah, in the UK, not a single case of the flu this year. And you want to know what happens when we say that? We say, hey, the numbers must be fudged because there's no new cases of the flu. How does the flu and all these other different things just disappear? And you want to know what the mainstream press says? In bed with the government and whatever. They say this. Literally, they say this. Because you've social distanced and because you've worn masks, that's why there's no flu cases. It isn't because we're relabeling flu cases, COVID cases. It isn't because people are staying home, getting the flu, getting over it, not needing to go to the doctor or the hospital. It isn't because of all those. It's because you've been wearing masks and social distancing. Thank you. That's why we need to wear masks forever. That's why we need to social distance forever because, man, we're getting rid of and decreasing the likelihood of um, getting infected with all kinds of diseases, the flu and everything else that might come in the future now. See how that scare tactic works, folks? Wow. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. 
As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. on the broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, this is the last segment. I'm about flat out of time. And I got so much more news to cover. It's shocking. Ladies and gentlemen, here's the interesting thing. You know what? Dr. Seuss is in the news, as you know. They've canceled Dr. Seuss books because they're racist, right? But there's a headline that kind of uh, from Breitbart that really kind of puts this in perspective, in my opinion. Before cancel culture, 11 Hollywood celebrities who read Dr. Seuss books in public. David Ng with the article, Breitbart, the banning of six books by Dr. Seuss because the books are racist. Well, as recently as just a few months ago, many, quote, cultural elites embraced Dr. Seuss, even lending their star power to promote his books. Yeah. Um, kind of very interesting when you think about this, this Dr. Seuss thing. Before cancel culture, all these star-studded folks were literally backing Dr. Seuss like you wouldn't believe. Let me give you a flashback example to make the point. Representative, or I'm sorry, Reverend, well, you know, this is the guy that Rush Limbaugh used to just mock like no other, right? Reverend Jesse Jackson narrates Dr. Seuss books. Yeah, and believe it or not, guess who narrated the audiobook for the Dr. Seuss? Yeah, uh, Dr. Seuss' audiobook was narrated by Jesse Jackson. As racism charges fly. Do you see the propaganda they're in, folks? No one had a problem with this before. It's about getting rid of everything we hold dear. Right? Think about that. Think about all the Hollywood celebrities who have promoted Dr. Seuss in the past. It was no problem then. What's changed? Who called this out? Who is destroying everything we hold dear? Why are they doing this? And the answer is because if they can get rid of everything you hold dear, shut down Disney stores, uh, shut down Dr. Seuss, uh, the list goes on and on. If they can do all this, they can destroy you from your history, folks, right? I believe that's what this is about. It's about taking you away from Everything you hold dear. Let me say it again. This is about taking away or divorcing you 
from everything you thought mattered. Yeah. Everything that you've held on to, everything that means something to you, they want to erase. Because the more they can do that to you, the more they can displace everything you know, everything you've relied on, everything that seemed to be stable in your life and in your society, then it's that much easier to control you. It's that much easier to get you to jettison everything you know for the sake of normalcy. All right? That's their goal. That's what they want done. They don't care about you or your life or the things that matter. They want to divorce you from your history. And do we have a little bit of racist history? Sadly, we do, folks. Let's not deny that and pretend we don't. But is that any reason to get rid of those books to that history? Right? No. The banning of six books by Dr. Seuss over concerns that they contain racist imagery has turned the popular children's author into kryptonite for the left. Okay? But these elites lended their star power to Dr. Seuss before with no problem, including Jesse Jackson being the reader of the audiobook. Celebrities, including Joe Biden supporter, uh, let's see, who is it? Julia Lewis Dreyfus is her name, Kate Winslet, Danny DeVito, Justin Bieber, John Cena, just to name a few, but they've, inv- they've appeared in online videos promoting Dr. Seuss books. Although none of them are among the titles that they claim are racist. Now, maybe these poor celebrities lending their star power just didn't know how racist Dr. Seuss really was. But you know what? You know who Dr. Seuss's name name really is? Theodor Geisel. But now they announced that they're ceasing publications of the books. If I ran to the zoo, if I saw it on Mulberry Street, these books portray people in ways that are hurtful. And wrong, Dr. Seuss Enterprises said in the press release, ceasing sales of the books. Well, the company did not elaborate. Some have, uh, have cited the book's depictions of Asians. People is the source of the controversy. Yeah. Hollywood's biggest supporter of Joe Biden was Julia Dreyfus or Julia Lewis Dreyfus. Anyway, they've got videos talking about this yeah anti-trump actor and wrestler john cena read oh the places you'll go in a humorous quote seuss branded video for class of 2020 graduates this is just recent i mean this folks ellen degeneres announced that diane keaton would lend her voice to the Netflix adaptation of Dr. Seuss's, quote, Green Eggs and Ham. Other stars 
influenced in the show or involved in the show, Jeffrey Wright, Billy Eichner, as well as Michael Douglas and Adam Devine. Wow. Netflix recently came under fire for its, quote, tween turking, I'm sorry, tween twerking movie called Cuties, which featured erotic scenes of adolescent girls. But that's no problem. Justin Bieber read the cat in the hat to to benefit a charity. Yeah. Right? Let's see if we can even hear the Beeb doing this, shall we? Yeah, there you go. Wow. Yeah, peaceful there, Justin Bieber. Cat in the Hat by Dr. Seuss. The sun did not shine. It was too wet to play. So we sat in the house in that cold, cold, wet day. I sat there with Sally. We sat there, we too. And I said, how I wish we had something to do. See, there you have it. Uh, This is the kind of thing we're talking about. And now it's just the cancel culture's latest plan. But look, they want to divorce you from everything that you know. Everything that you hold dear. Because they say canceling Dr. Seuss is how Trump gets reelected. That's what Jimmy Kimmel's saying. Are you kidding me? So the idea is what? Maybe they've overreached Jimmy? Yeah. It's overreach. Wow. It's hard to even know how to respond to this stuff, isn't it, ladies and gentlemen? They say California will spend $28 million to help Joe Biden bring migrants to the United States now. I don't know why we're doubling down. All right. Now others are saying Joe Biden lied to the American people by suggesting or making you believe he was moderate. Amen to that. There you have it. You look at this thing and you go, wow. America's in trouble. But I say that what you need to do is instead of looking at this going, America's in trouble, you need to look at this and say, we need to really get involved in our country. It is no time, ladies and gentlemen. It is no time for Americans to step back from these political difficulties that we face. It is time to stand up like nobody's business and stand for America. Are Dr. Seuss books racist? Or are they just playing on little children's humor? Helping little children understand language and understand to read and understand all these things. Is it really racist? Is there really an evil intent there? Is there really an evil heart behind it all? Or is there merely back in the day when Dr. Seuss was creating all these books to begin with, was it a reality of our society and culture? Can I make fun of anybody Let me ask you this question. Can I make fun of anybody who has a disability or a racial difference in good taste? Right? Can you make fun of somebody because they're blind? Uh, If you love them and if you care 
uh, in some way, capitalizing on the unique circumstances of being blind? Or could I do that with the differences in race? Or am I always evil for doing it? All right, when Jesse Jackson narrates Dr. Seuss's audio books, does that mean Jesse Jackson's a racist because he doubled down in racist content either without knowing it and or mm, maybe didn't think it was racist at the time? Who brought to his attention that it was all racist, see? Can we make uh, light of or fun of anybody's different cultural norms? Let me give you an example. Tongans and Samoans and some of those people are known for their huge luau's, and they have big. I mean, in in in, in these countries, uh, they eat for days in celebrations. And by the way, it's wonderful. I'm not mocking it in any way. Don't misunderstand the point. But if I were to joke and say, "Man, I want to eat like a a Tongan or eat like a Samoan," I'm really hungry. Am I making fun of them or their weight or their size? or making fun of their culture in any way, or am I merely acknowledging a uniqueness of their culture? See, am I allowed to do that, or is that just flat-out racist, hate-filled? Right? Americans have a lot of unique ways. Can we make fun of Americans for some of the things that they do? All I'm telling you is, ladies and gentlemen, how far will we allow this cancer, or this cancel culture cancer go before we decide we've had enough that's my question to you how far will we let this cancel culture cancer go before we say enough is enough all right thanks for being alongside for the ride two hours in the can hard-hitting talk online in seconds thanks for being alongside for the ride i am sam bushman and i declare we the people along with the grace of the almighty we can and will restore america the only question left is, will you get involved and help us? LovingLiberty.net, LibertyRoundTable.com. Spread the word, donate today, would you please? We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.